Returning to Seoul, my homeland, felt surreal. The city of Seoul was pulsating with an energy I had almost forgotten, an energy that seemed at once both familiar yet foreign. I still remember the butterflies dancing in my stomach as I made my way to the Italian restaurant on my very first day. It was an overwhelming whirlpool of new experiences, the rush of customers, the cacophony of orders being yelled, and the simmering pots releasing tantalizing aroma. The restaurant was a teeming hive of activity that took my breath away, so much unlike the precision and order I was accustomed to in Paris. The chaos, however, held its own rhythm, a harmony born out of necessity and efficiency. The first day was far from a walk in the park, though. Navigating through the maze of deliveries, taking orders on the phone, and cooking on the line all whilst being yelled at by the head chef was a nerve-wracking juggling act. I remember the newborn excitement I felt amidst the chaos. Every order was a new challenge, every dish a cooking puzzle waiting to be solved. It was indeed a fresh start, a new chapter marking my storyline that had shifted from the dreamy boulevards of Paris to the fast-paced streets of Seoul. Coming back to this bustling metropolitan city, I felt like I was once more a small fish in a vast ocean. This was where I belonged, amidst the frenzy, somewhere between the sizzling of garlic, sound of the knife hitting the chopping board, and the aroma wafting from the simmering marinara sauce. Yet amidst this frenzied chaos of the first day I found my grounding. My fingers danced on autopilot, scooping, chopping, and stirring as my mind tried to absorb and process my surroundings. The exhaustion of the day did nothing to wipe the secret satisfied smile off my face as I headed home that night. It was a confirmation of my place in this world, right here in the heart of this city that refused to sleep, right there in the throngs of food lovers who savored the gourmet fare. This was where my journey continued. This was where I was meant to be, turning the fresh pages of my life, cooking away to my heart's content. In the initial few weeks, I tried to navigate the cultural differences I observed in the kitchen. For instance, Italian-style restaurant kitchen in Seoul was unlike any place I had ever been. One distinctive instance was how I learned to make my first pizza dough. The process was nothing short of magic, albeit a messy one that left flour dust on every imaginable surface, including my hair. Observing the head chef, I witnessed how brilliantly adept he was at translating the classic Italian recipes with subtle Korean undertones. His approach to creating a perfectly airy pizza dough struck me profoundly. Holding the dough in my hands was oddly therapeutic. The smooth texture, the elasticity, and even the scent of the yeast swirling in the air. It was all so enrapturing. I cherished how the dough sprang back gently under the pressure of my thumb, like a pillow waiting to be plumped up. Thrilling as it was, the defining challenge for me was stretching the dough into a thin, even disc. Keeping it circular was another Herculean task that I had to conquer. Yet, every failed attempt was a stepping stone to a new learning. This persistence, however, did yield fruit. And finally, there came a day when my dough was just right. My heart swelled with pride as I beheld before me the culmination of weeks of trial and error, which was more precious than any masterpiece in Louvre. I themed my first successful dough as an homage to my roots, employing the flavors of Korea and the finesse of Italy. The delightful combination of kimchi and mozzarella, a sweet pear sauce instead of the traditional marinara, huddled under a generous sprinkling of golden gochugaru, Korean chili flakes, it was a pizza that captured my journey on a platter. The applause and cheer that erupted in the kitchen when I finally presented my first successful pizza brought about the biggest goofy grin my face had nourished in weeks. 
hypothesizing, executing, faltering, experimenting, and then finally achieving success felt so rewarding. Now I knew how a scientist must feel after a groundbreaking discovery. The fresh dough, crisping under the broiler, came out as a golden disc of absolute joy, marking my slow but steady initiation into the world of Italian cuisine. Each bite into that pizza was a testament to the journey of a determined cook from Busan, traveling from Paris, and finally making a name in Seoul. My very own Korean-Italian fusion pizza had finally been born. Success, I realized, indeed tasted cheesy. In the weeks that followed, my life began to take on a rhythm twirling between the busy kitchen and the rhythm of Seoul. Amidst the whirl of aromatic sauces and bubbling pots, however, I started to feel an unsettling restlessness. To offset this growing unease and channel my energies into something physically rewarding, one of my newfound friends in Seoul introduced me to the world of bouldering. The moment I entered the bouldering gym, I felt like I was in a completely different world. The chalk-dusted air, the symphony of grunts and encouraging yells, and the sight of climbers moving across the wall like nimble arachnids. It was a little slice of pandemonium I instantly fell in love with. I wasn't good at it initially. My kitchen-weary limbs and numbed fingers struggled against the grips. Yet every time I fell, an odd sense of tranquility washed over me, dusting off remnants of day-long kitchen stress. With each fall, I rose with even more vigor, my insurmountable determination matched only by the stubborn defiance of the rock-climbing wall. It wasn't just me who felt bouldering's liberating lure. The people I met there were from all walks of life, each with their unique story, yet united by the love of this invigorating sport. Bouldering sessions soon turned into regular meets, exchanging friendly banter and climbing tips over a cup of locally brewed beer. Though I indulged in bouldering as an escape, I didn't realize it was subtly shaping me as a person. Just like kneading dough or sautéing onions, watching the wall, anticipating the next grip, and deciding the position of my foot became an improvisational dance. The unpredictable roots demanded swift adaptation and imagination, mirroring the very ethos of my culinary journey. I began to see analogies between climbing an unpredictable wall and navigating an often fickle culinary landscape. The physical exertion became cathartic helping me vent the pent-up tension and bringing into focus the small details and nuances I easily missed in the heat of the kitchen. Bouldering also rewarded patience, precision, and strength, much like my craft did. As hours of practice polished my climbing skills and calluses hardened my hands, I transformed into a more balanced version of myself. Bouldering became an impromptu elixir, working its magic on me when the zest for my culinary pursuit was witnessing a slow ebb. It invigorated me strengthening my resolve to become a better version of myself not just in the kitchen but outside it as well. My first professional breakthrough in Seoul was a hefty bag of mixed emotions. When an Italian customer walked into the restaurant one evening, selecting my handmade spaghetti from the menu was a predilection he had carried from his homeland. As I saw him through the kitchen window, every swirl of his fork against the plate was a heartbeat mist, and every bite he took was a gulp of air held too long. Finally, he called me over to his table, his face stoic, almost unreadable. Two words, tastes authentic, he mumbled in broken English, smiling. His compliment, though brief, was a recognition of the heart I poured into the art of cooking. You know what's funny? Despite growing up with the aromas of pastries and breads that clad the air around my home in Busan, I found joy in cooking cinnamon-scented marinara sauce and rolling out thin sheets of pasta dough, a cuisine completely alien to my upbringing. That little moment, 
feeling my heart flutter with a guest's appreciation, was when I truly realized what cooking meant to me. It was not a mere transformation of raw materials to a palatable state, but a powerful tool of bringing people together, transcending cultural and geographical barriers. It might sound cliched, but that guest unknowingly became the first to applaud on a performance I intended to refine throughout my culinary journey. My dedication was not limited to impressing our customers alone. Every day after the restaurant closed its doors, I stayed back to perfect my techniques. I remember this particular rainy night, when Seoul's city lights refracted through hundreds of raindrops that adorned the restaurant window. Plating up my creation against this beautiful backdrop, slicing through a mountain of spaghetti, watching sauce seeping out to the corners of the plate, was deeply satisfying. The joy I experienced in creating dishes, and the passion I poured into my work echoed in the dishes I plated up, subtly revealing my story, my roots, and the journey that brought me here. This newfound validation, as rewarding as it was challenging, was an affirmation that I had successfully stepped into the world of Italian cuisine as a Korean chef. The first hiccup of my culinary journey in Seoul hit me hard. A renowned food critic walked into our restaurant one day, shades on and pen in hand. I could feel my heart pounding as I saw him order my spaghetti, just the same as the Italian fellow had done earlier. But this time... The comfortable warmth of praise was not to be. Good, but lacks complexity, was the critic's exact words, and those words simply knocked the wind out of me. Isn't it amazing how few words can impact you? I had been complacent, content in my abilities. The recognition I had received from the Italian customer had perhaps made me somewhat arrogant. And that's when reality slaps you in the face, sobering you up instantly. The critique brought out emotions I had not experienced before. Self-doubt, frustration, even a dash of anger. A flurry of random memories flashed past my eyes, making dough with my mother, baking bread late into the night, the first forkful of spaghetti I had pasta in Paris, all culminating into this intricate plate of spaghetti that the critic labeled as lacking complexity. The heartache I was feeling was almost physical. I fell into silence, staring at a pot of bubbling marinara as the well-lit restaurant seemed to blur around me. But then I took a deep breath and looked at the critic, mentally thanking him. Maybe it was the heat of the kitchen, my burning love for cooking, or the defiant spirit that my football coach had ingrained in me. But I did not crumble under his criticism. Instead, I welcomed it, opening my arms to the challenge. You know what's funny? I said to myself silently. I'm going to use this lack of complexity as a culinary compass. Donning my apron the next day with the critic's words echoing in my mind, I switched on the oven ready to face the heat. Strangely, the critic's blunt words became the motivational push I never knew I needed. This incident was far from a setback. It was an invitation to surpass my past, to push the boundaries of my culinary capabilities and redefine my definition of success. My days in the kitchen got longer, recipes more complex and determination stronger. Cooking in the restaurant was no longer just a job but a fierce battle to prove my worth. Every slice of tomato, Every strand of spaghetti and every sprinkle of herb was a proud testament to my resilience and my insatiable appetite for improvement. I promised myself then and there that the kitchen, with its hypnotic sizzle and tantalizing scents, would see a different hewn, one who isn't afraid of criticism but thrives on it. Every morning as I set foot in the kitchen, the critic's words reverberated through me acting as a constant reminder of both my faltering and the journey I had embarked on to rectify it. The kitchen seemed different now, 
It wasn't simply a working space anymore, but a battlefield. Each tomato I sliced, every mound of dough needed, every sizzling pan held new meaning for me. I could feel my progress with each day. I was more attentive. The intricacies of the dishes weren't lost on me anymore. Gradually, my recipes bloomed with newfound complexity. A variety of sauces, hand-picked herbs, freshly kneaded dough. The spaghetti I cooked was worlds apart from what I had been serving only weeks prior. My colleagues noticed the change, too. Initially, they worried about my obsessiveness, attributing it to the harsh criticism that had tempered me. But they soon realized this was not obsession. This was passion. A rekindled, reshaped passion that had risen from the ashes of momentary self-doubt, stronger and more robust. Participating in this transformation was my new co-worker, Ji Woon. He brought with him fresh ideas, a unique perspective, and an empathetic understanding that eased the transition. It was like we'd known each other for eons, and our culinary collaboration sparked creativity that added a zestful flavor to my profession. Football evenings were spent discussing food instead of strategies and formation. Once, we had a deep conversation about the purpose of our dishes, and it still lingers in my memory. Hyun, Jiwoon said, we're not just feeding people, we are creating experiences, unique to each plate, each customer. Remember, our customers' satisfaction is not solely bound to taste, but the emotion that our food evokes in them. Those words walloped me. Food was no longer merely a taste delight. It was an emotional exploration. The plates I served carried a part of me, a piece of my soul. Each day was challenging, pushing boundaries and ticking mental checkboxes of progress. There were times when I stumbled, my hands trembled under the weight of expectations I put on myself, and the critics' words pounded in my ears. On days like those, I took a step back, reminding myself, pressure makes diamonds. I'd go bouldering, allowing myself to exist entirely in the moment, tackling challenges stone by stone. The more I climbed, the clearer my thoughts became. My anxiety diffused with each step up the wall, replaced by a tranquility that paved the path forward for me. The critics' words, initially a harsh source of criticism, had become my guide, my north star on a voyage of betterment. They proved to be the catalyst for my evolution as a cook and an individual. This was a new Hyun, one that thrived in the face of adversity, one that didn't succumb to criticism, but took it in stride and grew from it. My journey had just begun, and I was ready to surpass the expectations, not of others but the ones I had set for myself. And so I did. Day by day, dish by dish, I was not just serving food, but a slice of my experience, my journey, and my passion. As months rolled by, my days followed a rhythmic routine, meditative mornings, intense kitchen hours, and nights reserved for learning and reflecting. It was around this time that I started scuba diving, an indulgence that began as a leisurely activity to break the monotony, but soon turned into an enlightening venture. My friend Yuna, a professional diver and a true connoisseur of the underwaters, was the one who first suggested it. Encouraged by her passion for the sport, I decided to give it a try. Who knew the world beneath the surface would become my sanctuary? There is an inexplicable tranquility to being underwater, a pause that life seldom offers. The silence was deafening yet soothing. It felt like a comforting embrace shutting out the chaos of the world above. Each dive became a ritual, a sacred time where I was able to block out external distractions and dive deep, quite literally, into my mind's recesses. This new hobby gave me a safe space to contemplate my challenges, successes, and failures at work. It was under the surface of the sea, among the charming corals and colorful schools of fish, 
that I truly took stock of where I was in my life. I was amazed by the shared endings and new beginnings I was experiencing in both the kitchen and my dives. Just as I navigated through countless flavors, textures, and techniques to create a perfect dish, I also navigated the vast ocean, discovering new depths within myself. Each dive was the starting point of a new adventure, just as each new dish or recipe was a fresh opportunity to evolve as a chef. Kitchen and ocean, two seemingly diverse facets of life, seemed to mirror each other, bolstering my growth from a mere observer to a creator of mindful experiences. Cooking, to me, was an art form, a way of communicating my emotions with the world. Undeniably, the path to becoming a proficient chef was arduous, fraught with criticism and reaffirmed by milestones that seemed to come too far and few in between. However, the underwater world, with its unhurried pace, helped frame my perspective. I began drawing parallels between preparing a dish and a dive. Both start with a blueprint, follow a process, and most importantly, usher in an inexplicable joy and satisfaction. I realized that every dive, every stroke deeper into the water, culminated in the bliss of new discoveries and self-reflection. Reminiscent of the joy I felt upon seeing customers savor the meals I'd poured my heart and soul into. There were days filled mainly with solitudinal dives, when I explored the depth of the sea and my thoughts in solitude. There were also days when Yuna would accompany me, and the dives would transform into a communal experience, where we explored the unknown together. Similar to how Ji Woon and I collaborated in the kitchen, each lending our unique perspectives to enrich the dishes we prepared. Beneath the surface, playing tag with the fish, twirling in the currents I felt at home. The sea felt oddly similar to the restaurant kitchen on a Friday night. Lively, unpredictable, and electrifying. It was amidst the chorus of bubbling saucepans, the crackling stovetops, and the whirls of underwater currents that I found a haven for exploration, growth, and resilience. Diving, in essence, wasn't just a hobby. It became an extension of myself, an echo of my personal evolution. It was a timely reminder that I could always dive deeper, climb higher, and continue my culinary journey with a renewed vigor.